Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Bobcat fans, support both your favorite team and Montana State students. When you shop at the student and faculty-owned MSU Bookstore, your purchase lowers the price of course materials for Montana State students. Montana State is in the midst of a historic year, and the MSU Bookstore has everything you need, from jerseys to garments, t-shirts to sweatshirts. You can also find the vast selection of Bobcat gear online by visiting msubookstore.org. Help students excel and look your best in blue and gold. The MSU Bookstore is your Bobcat gear headquarters. It's time for Montana's only daily sports talk show, Nuanez Now. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. I like football! What's up, Montana? Welcome in. Happy Wednesday. Hope you're having a phenomenal Tuesday. <laughs> I don't even know what day it is. I'm so happy it's so sunny outside. Thanks for, so much for tuning in. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. A lot to get to today. We spent so much time on the East-West Shrine game, the Montana High School uh, All-Star football game from over the weekend. But we still, because we spent so much time on the Shrine game, we didn't even get to all of the stuff we want to talk about, about the guys that are the D1 bound guys coming out of that game. And we also didn't get to hardly any of the other all-star festivities from over the weekend. The Montana-Wyoming high school all-star basketball game continued. Uh, The series continued with games in Sheridan, Wyoming on Friday and Lockwood, Montana on Saturday. There was also a Midland all-star volleyball classic uh, over the weekend as well. So we will catch up and keep going from where we left off. Yesterday, coming out of the Montana Football Hour, we also have a variety of fun guests for you today as well. The Missoula Marathon is coming up uh, this upcoming weekend, so we have uh, Trish from Run Wild Missoula in studio here about half an hour. We also have our Treasure State Stars like we do each and every Tuesday. 
We also have Justin Angle, a business angle, a conversation about the uh, overlay between business and sports. We talked, of course, we talked about the Live Tour because I just think it's such a microcosmic example about business and economy in professional sports and also why monopolies can be so powerful, why competition can be so essential. There's all sorts of uh, interesting and fun folds of that conversation. That's why we keep on talking about the Live Tour. And then we also... Want to make my man in the back all fired up. Uh, Andrew Houghton, a soccer aficionado, I must say, and the creator and host of the Soccer in Snow and Smoke podcast. You can go find that on all your various podcast hosting platforms. But Justin and I also talked about the steep barrier for entry for American soccer, American professional men's soccer on the global scale, and just how elite and how dedicated and how unbreakable some of the fan bases for the European Premier League are. Uh, so we talk about that and from a sort of broadcasting rights standpoint as well. So fun conversation during the business angle as well. And uh, then the illustrious return of our main man, Tommy Evans. Tommy's going to be sitting on the producer desk for quite a few nuances now because Andrew's going back to the East Coast uh, for a well-deserved vacation, a little 4th of July getaway, go see his family uh, there in D.C. and otherwise. Tommy's going to be sitting behind the glass uh, starting next week. But my guy, the uh, original producer of this show, our head engineer here at Missoula Broadcasting Company, he uh, has some stories to tell. Most notably, Tommy hates Creed. That's the band Creed, that is. That has been one of our biggest shticks on this show since I first started here back in August of 2017. And Tommy's also still, I still think, the youngest person that works here at Missoula Broadcasting Company. It's a coin flip between Tommy and Andrew, I think. But Tommy finds stuff from the uh, late 90s and early 2000s frequently on the internet that he's astounded by and can't help but exclaim his findings. And uh, the other day I get a text, oh my goodness, you never told me about the Creed halftime show where they fly around on the trapeze suspension ropes. <laughs> and I had completely forgot about this. So we'll revisit that and also tell you a little bit more about what's going on over at the Trail 103.3, uh, our sister station. Uh, a bunch of good news coming out of the trail. A bunch of good news in general all the way around uh, the wide world of Missoula Broadcasting Company. And uh, I still give so much testament to the fact that we are locally owned and operated and we have been proudly for 15 plus years. And uh, I think that that certainly is one of the reasons we continue to thrive here uh, in this ever evolving media world. That's your show outlook presented by Brent Wahlberg and the Wahlberg team. Wahlberg team, the official realtors of Grizz Athletics. Any questions in the world of real estate? In Western Montana, give Brent and his team a call today. Go check out that new ESPN Montana app as well. We've been spreading the word about it. If you like this show, you follow this show, uh, you want to share this show, do it. Show your friends how to get on that ESPN Montana app. Great way to follow this show live and or archived, whether you want to watch or listen. It's also a great way uh, to follow along with Grizz Hockey, Grizz Lacrosse, and we got some other fun stuff coming down the pipe for you as well. So if you like us and you want to see us continue to do well, spread the word. Tell people about that ESPN Montana app. And if you don't have it, go download it. You can also always stream the show traditional form and fashion, 1029ESPN.com. Just click on Listen Live and you'll find the live stream there. And, of course, if you want to be a part of this show, 
406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. I'll guess will join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. Remember that because it's a Tuesday, so that means it's a Tagliari Tuesday. Coming up about 40 minutes from now, we will give you the opportunity to win a $25 gift card to Tagliari Deli. I had uh, a queen down there the other day. Man, so, so good. If you haven't ever had a sandwich there from Tagliari Deli or sampled a variety of their Italian market-style goods, go check them out and uh, stay tuned for about 40 minutes from now. Your opportunity to win uh, some free Tagliari. We are broadcasting to you live through the Northwest Motorsport Studio, Northwest Motorsport. New to Missoula, new to Montana. Their lot here in Missoula, the corner of Stevens and Mount. I was over there uh, earlier. I am, uh, my, let's just say my car saga continues, but it has taken an unbelievable uh, turn for the better. So I was looking at new cars uh, down there at Northwest Motorsport, and I really uh, am impressed with the variety of inventory they have. So when they say the largest inventory in the Pacific Northwest, even just here in Missoula, they have a phenomenal inventory. So uh, you can check it out, corner of Stevens and Mount, or online, nwmsrocks.com. Nuance Now, ESPN Radio. I, uh, <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh. So I turned 35 in May. And uh, I've always been incredibly young at heart. It's actually funny because I tried to act way older than my age for pretty much the duration of my life. And then once I got to about 24, I just kept acting the same for about the next decade. And, uh, you know, I've always considered myself young at heart, uh, not married, no kids. But it, it was funny. There's always the cliche conversation pieces of, you know, adulting and what what it means to be adulting. And, man, you know, how... How melancholy is this? How uh, how mediocre is this uh, thing we call trying to be an adult? But there's always been the funny, you know, cliches when people are like, this is one of the greatest days of my adult life because all this productive stuff you checked off the list. But I got to say, one of the things I hate in my life or one of the things that really drives me crazy if it's happening to me is if I have a bunch of loose ends untied and I'm having a hard time or it's out of my control to tie them. And we had a couple things going on. I haven't had a car since we got back from Boise, Idaho. I'm not going to tell you the whole ridiculous story, but I have my car back. That started off the week great yesterday morning. Boom. Got my car back. Seems to be in working order. Uh, that was a – I told my boss, because I do sales here at Missoula Broadcasting Company as well, and I told my boss, I said, man, I think I deserve some sort of praise or award for being able to do my sales part of my job. <laughs> Without a car for like three plus months. The journalism part, that's a whole different story, but at, at equal challenge. So got the car back. Great start to the day. Myself and Andrew, we live together. And uh, one of the things that occurred pretty much right before Andrew moved in was we had a light malfunction in our fridge. And I pounded on every light in the fridge and the freezer. I couldn't figure it out. And as, you know, bachelors would do, we, instead of just calling a repairman to fix it or going down some YouTube rabbit hole, after maybe, you know, an hour and a couple friends to try to help us fix it when we couldn't figure it out, okay, uh, we, decided, we decided to put a piece of electrical tape over the light button so that the fridge basically always thought that the fridge itself was closed. The sensor was uh, taped shut. So after... Mm, 11 months, we got that fixed. <laughs> so we don't have a strobe light in the fridge. We also didn't have the heater on the dryer going. 
So we got I got my car fixed. I got that, and I got those two things, those two household appliances fixed. Man, what a day. <laughs> what a day of adulting. <laughs> That's all to say, though. Um, thank goodness the car saga is over. Now I don't have to keep telling you that story. Like I always tell you guys, some of this is uh, just straight-up therapy for me, you know, just talking to, to all my great friends out there. And uh, so you won't have to hear about the car drama, at least for uh, this moment in time. And that's all prompted by Northwest Motorsports. Thanks to Northwest Motorsport for their um, continued support and continued sponsorship of our studio here uh, at Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. Coming up later this week, fun uh Launching of a new summer series for you. We do around the big sky and women's hoops during the four o'clock hour during basketball season, just during the conference part of the basketball season. So January through mid-March, our big sky conference expert, Krista Redpath, she joins us each Thursday. We are relaunching that, but a summer version of that series starting on Thursday. It's around the big sky and women's hoops. Where are they now? Where we, we will uh, interview and catch up with former Lady Grizz, former Montana State Bobcats, and maybe a a former Big Sky Conference reputable character. The series begins on Thursday with the one and the only, Robin Selvig, the longtime 38 years as the head coach of the Montana Lady Grizz, one of the winningest coaches in college basketball history. In my mind, an absolute surefire, bona fide Hall of Famer. I really hope that someday soon the... Uh, College Basketball Hall of Fame looks at Robin Selvig's resume and you know sees 865 wins, and you know banners to stretch from rafter to rafter from end to end in Dahlberg Arena. I believe 21 uh, conference banners, 24 NCAA tournament bids, um, 30 plus 20 win seasons, an unbelievable career. Robin Selvig will help us get kicked off our Where Are They Now series. And it will be a Title IX angle because this is the 50th anniversary of Title IX. So very, very excited on Thursday at 4 p.m. to have the legend, Robin Selvig, here in studio with us uh, on Nuanas Now. And this week, Around the Big Sky in Women's Hoops, Where Are They Now? is proudly presented by Man Mortgage. We also will continue our senior spotlight a little later on this week. Drew Klumpf, who's headed to the Montana Grizzlies to play football. He's a Missoula Sentinel standout, a state champion hurdler, a two-time state champion in football. And uh, the twin brother of one of the great runners in the state, Tanner Clough, who is headed to the University of Minnesota to run for their cross-country and track team. So talented twins there at Missoula Sentinel. Tanner has joined us several times uh, over the last year and a half or so. And Drew will make his debut uh, on Wednesday. Rajim Seabrook also riding shotgun with me Wednesday as well. So that's the rest of your week. Basically, Rajim, Drew Clough uh, tomorrow. And we'll also have... Um, Robin Selvig, our great friend, Carol in the Ticket Doesn't Know Sports, and Jeff Safford on Thursday. About 15 minutes from now, Trisha Drobeck of Run Wild Missoula will be in studio with us to talk all things Missoula Marathon. But let's dive into a little bit more Shrine Game coverage. Oh, one last thing. Speaking of football, Montana Football Hall of Famers this weekend, so we will not have our regularly scheduled show on Friday. Uh, so we'll just have Duanas now all the way up through Thursday and then no show Friday, so we'll be back at it on Monday. Talk a little bit more about the Shrine game because uh, I get to watch and cover a pretty good amount of high school football in the fall. Our bread and butter, and my certainly bread and butter as a a print journalist, as a sports writer, has always been college football. And uh, 
So I do spend a, a great deal of my time on the road covering both the Grizz and the Cats. But I don't get as much of a score, sort of quote-unquote scouting angle at a lot of the guys that you're watching in high school football. You, you sort of can evaluate, but these all-star games, like the East-West Shrine game on Saturday, is always fun because you got some of the best of the best. These guys have also had you know, an extra six, seven, eight months to physically mature, which when you're 16, 17, 18 years old is a lot. And so you can get bigger and stronger. And these guys are also now preparing. You know, They're just six, eight weeks out from reporting to the Cats and the Grizz. So I always think it's a fun evaluation to compare and contrast guys from when you watched them in high school at their high schools, at the high school level, and then in these all-star games, because the talent level is a lot higher too, because you're talking about you know 80, 81, 82 of the best high school football players uh, in the state of Montana. So it's fun to to look at these. So I've been sort of teasing this, but I'm actually glad we saved it until now, because now I got the chance to see uh, all these guys, in, or a, a fair amount of these guys at least, in person. So first we're going to start with the guys that we've had on the show. So if you hear the name and you want to listen and learn a little bit more about the incoming prospect for both the Cats and the Grizz, you can. We've caught up with quite a few of these guys that are going D1 from the Montana high school ranks. And you can find all of the interviews from these young men on our show here uh, on the Nuanas Now podcast. Just type in the names. So if you want to check out any and all of these guys, please do. So we'll start with Marcus Evans. He came on the show as part of our senior spotlight a few weeks back, the outstanding um, athlete from Helena High who's going to the Grizzlies to play linebacker. He also was a state champion as a thrower in track and field. And uh, he's the son of Scott Evans, who, by the way, the other note from the Shrine game that we did not make yesterday, it was Mark Sampson's last game as a head coach, and I believe, at least for now, the last game for Scott Evans as well. Evans was one of... um, Tony Arnston's head assistants at Helena High for a couple decades and then took over as the head coach the last handful of years. And he recently stepped away because he's already got one son playing for the Grizzlies. And now with Marcus Evans going to the Grizz, he has another one. So congratulations to Coach Evans as well on a great career. Uh, but Marcus, he, he's a good athlete. He's got good feet, moves laterally well. So basically, by the way, the premise of this evaluation is these guys will be good if. I think if you're getting a chance as a Montana kid for one of the Montana schools, it's because you have potential. But a lot of times, a lot of stuff has to go right for you to reach that potential. So I think that for Marcus Evans, uh, he has the chance to be good for the Grizzlies if he continues to hone his athleticism and he gains some more size. He's not very tall, not very long-levered, but he's really tough. He moves really well, and you can see his balance because of his ability as a thrower as well. Good feet. He's just got to get a lot bigger. But you know, Jace Lewis had to get a lot bigger once upon a time, too, and then Jace Lewis was an All-American. So uh, I can be done as a kid out of Montana high school. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, evaluating some of the kids we saw at the most recent Montana East-West Shrine game, the ones that are particularly the ones that are headed to the Division One level to play for either the Bobcats or the Grizzlies. How about uh, a Bobcat? The first Bobcat commit we had on the show, this actually happened way back in the fall, Ryland Schlepp. He is the first player from Bozeman Gallatin High School, who, which is now two years old, to go to the Division One level. And Ryland Schlepp, he's about a six foot five, 250-pound tight end, and he looks the part all day. So I think that the, the Ryland Schlepp will be good if I think he can learn how to move and he can stay healthy. I think that flexibility and... Um, being able to 
stay loose, not get stiff, not get muscle bound when you're already that big as you're coming in. And, uh, you know, stay fast, stay fluid. That'll be a key. He's got the size absolutely. He's a great basketball player as well. He's a great rebounder, which is a great trait for a tight end. Shows toughness, shows timing, shows good hands. So I, I think that Schlepp, sometimes a lot of these guys that are coming out of Montana, they have the, most guys that are going to the FCS are going to have one, you know, a limitation here or, or there. So often guys that are going to the FCS, their limitation is their size, but they have the heart, the desire, or maybe the limitation is their speed. They're just a step slow. If you if your limitation is not your size, though, I think you have a really good chance because you're going to just have such an acceleration when you get into those college lifting programs and you got strength coaches that are actually working on your hips and your flexibility and all that sort of stuff. So I do think that's why we see a lot of these, especially tight end. That's why it was so funny and so um, such a bad strategy to, to not have tight ends at Montana. If the offense when Bob Sitt was the head coach, was more innovative. It would have been a better explanation, but uh, you're going to have Division One caliber tight ends in Montana as much as any other position because there's just a lot of guys of that prototype size, more guys than a lot of different places. Speaking of guys with prototype size, future Grizz quarterback out of Helena High, Caden Hewitt, He's got great size. He's, he's about 6'3 and a half, 205 pounds. He's a solidly built kid. Uh, he moves really well. He runs the ball really well. Uh, I think he could, he could run the ball at the Division One level. I'm not talking, you know, Tommy Mallott or Troy Anderson style or Dalton Sneed style. I'm talking, though, like, what's a good example? He, he's like Chris Brown at Montana, although I think that he has a higher upside. Similarly built, though, and similar athleticism. But I actually think Caden Hewitt's a, a long ways ahead of where Chris Brown was his senior year at Bozeman High School. And uh, we saw Chris Brown's potential last year. We also saw Chris Brown's struggles last year. But Caden Hewitt, he will be good if he gets rid of the ball faster. I think that that's his, his flaw right now as a quarterback. That's not a, that big of a knock, though, because that is – absolutely one of the most common weaknesses of young quarterbacks, especially if they're physically formidable and they can run. Because when you're six, three and a half, 205 pounds in Montana high school football, and you know, the double A ranks faster than the majority of the guys you're going to be going against, of course, you're going to take off and run. So then of course you are uh, prone to um take it off and, and maybe or or just seeing your options there's also so many broken coverages so holding on to the ball in high school football you can you can afford to do it especially when you have a great quick release you can throw on the run like Caden Hewitt so that's just it's it's a natural transition it's a normal transition for a lot of high school quarterbacks but I think that that's going to be a habit Hewitt has to break because he's not going to be nearly as fast compared to his competition so he's got to get rid of the ball uh but I think it's one that with time and, and reps he certainly can is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, rolling through some of the guys that we got the chance to get eyes on at the East-West Shrine game that are headed to the Grizz and the Bobcats for football. Uh, another guy I thought was interesting, and I don't really know what my evaluation is, but he joined us during the lead-up to the Shrine game, and uh, that's Dylan Snyder. He's a Butte High product that's headed to the Cats as a preferred walk-on. He's going to play receiver in college. They put him at D-end in the Shrine game. So... I don't really have an evaluation on what he's going to be like at the college level, but I think he's going to be in the similar, you know, 
uh, group as guys that just need to continue to compete and find a role and then fulfill that role. Find a new role, fulfill that new role. Just climb incrementally the depth chart and uh, see if you can just stick around. And once you stick around for long enough, you know what you're doing, then you can make it to the end. And, I mean, he, he sort of reminds me, he's a little bit, he's actually a lot bigger, but he reminds me of Coy Steele, who's a walk-on out of Wyoming, former Wyoming Gatorade Player of the Year, who's now a senior for the Cats. Dylan Snyder reminds me of him. He's a lot bigger than Coy Steele, a lot taller, I should say. But, you know, similar sort of tough, you know, lunch pail attitude. So we'll see. I, but I do think that just sticking around, that's where that's what's going to make Dylan Snyder good. Tommy Nielsen, Missoula Hellgate Project, headed the Cats. I think it's just about uh, becoming a, a grown man. I mean, he was in here the other week, and man, does he have a frame. I mean, he's, he's 6'5", 285, and uh, he has a lot of room to put on a lot more mass. I think he, he moves well for how big he is. He's a basketball player. He was a uh, state medalist in the shot put. So he's got diversity of athleticism. He likes to compete. And he doesn't have a whisker yet. So I think that once he becomes a grown man, the mass, the strength, all that stuff is going to be uh, – it, it makes him a really good prospect. I think that he's raw right now. But if you make the rubber meet the road when you have that sort of frame and that ability to put on weight, uh, you got a pretty good shot. So I think that he has a, a high upside there at Montana State. Ian Finch, his Missoula Hellgate buddy – who was in studio a couple weeks ago as well. Really entertaining guy. You should go listen to these interviews. I'm so impressed with these high school kids. I shouldn't even say kids, these these young men and women. And uh, Ian Finch was one of the funniest ones we've had so far. And I think that Finch is, um, I think he's he's a little slow-footed as a Division One receiver, but that's okay at this level because if you, first of all, you're going to get faster just by a college-level weight training program, for sure. So you put in the work. You're going to get faster, and then you're absolutely fast enough, if not just straight fast. He also, though, is a phenomenal athlete. He's got really, really good footwork. He's a great jumper. I first noticed him and, and sort of saw him as an athlete on the basketball court, and, and he's the definition of a jumping jack, an energy guy who can go up and get it, you know, finish at the rim, all that stuff. And uh, so I think if he can just hone in on the actual details and fundamentals of playing receiver – and uh, just works on that strength and speed, boom. Uh, he's, uh, I think he's going to be a guy that, if he really wants it, he's going to make it happen. That, that's the, especially on the Grizz side, that's the key to the, the, one of the keys at least for the young guys in Bobby Alex's program is, is just wanting it and loving it because they're going to force feed you it. And if you love it, you're, you're going to definitely be full. And if you don't like it, I think that that's why, you know, you see sort of a line drawn in the sand. And then the last guy that we've done interviews with that we got a chance to get eyes on there. Uh, Tyson Rostad, who's been on this show, I think, now five times. Uh, great young man from Hamilton High School. And uh, all he's done is win. I mean, uh, it was fitting that he was the MVP of the game because of the action I got to see in the East-West Shrine game. It was very clear who the leader and who the alpha dog was just on the field, period. And so if he can take that same confidence, that same leadership ability, and translate it with his group first, with his guys that are all pretty much all likely to redshirt next year on what's going to be a really deep Grizz team. I think most, if not all, the Montana guys will redshirt. Then uh, I think that Rostad, if he can sort of seize control of it, it'll be interesting. I, I'm so interested to see what position he ends up as in college, but I think he's a really good athlete and a really good competitor. So I think I think he'll be good if he just continues on the same trajectory that he's on. I think he's got that that it factor where he's uh, he's going to be – 
he's going to find a way to contribute. You've seen it with his older brother. His older brother came in as a highly regarded quarterback. Uh, he was not playing quarterback pretty soon by the time he became a Grizz, and now he's running down on kicks and punts and uh, has really carved out a niche as a special team standout this last year as a redshirt freshman, and I think Carson Rostad get a, a lot of reps this upcoming year. Nuanas now ESPN Radio. Uh, the last two guys I'll highlight is, or are, excuse me, the guy who's the MVP of the um, East squad, Taco Dowler, the guy who's the MVP of the East defense, Bo Dantic, and then one other guy who's a future Grizz who played for the West, Bronson Henriksen. Taco Dowler, we talked about a bunch on this show. He's the Montana Gatorade Player of the Year. He was the most explosive offensive weapon in Class AA football this last year for Billings West. He's a multiple-time All-State guy. He's a multiple-time state placer in multiple different sprints in track and field. Phenomenal athlete, one of Montana's best. He's small. That seems to be the new trend, though. Small guys from Billings who are fast. Gabe Solser, Junior Bergen, Taco Dollar is the next in that line. I think he was a really good get for the Cats. I actually think he was probably one of the best recruiting coups of this last recruiting battle. I think both the Cats and the Grizz wanted the Dowler twins. And I think that Taco Dowler is one of the best prospects in Montana. So I think as, as long as he avoids the injury bug that plagued Gabe Solser, I think he's on that same trajectory as the, you know those shifty, fast slot guys where it doesn't seem to matter that you're very small. Uh, just run away from everybody and uh, you can be pretty darn productive. Uh, Bo Dantic, I had to miscast the Laurel standout. I thought, I thought he was going to be like a future, uh, you know, developmental type linebacker, a guy that's you know six one and was going to have to get bigger to play on the inside. You know, all law Jace Lewis, kind of like a small school guy like that that needed to you know go from one ninety to two thirty to be able to compete uh, at at the FCS level. I, I had it miscast. Bo Dantic is uh, certainly going to play in the secondary. He's got great ball skills back there, and he's really, really fast. I mean, I think that he is fast enough to play safety at the big scale level already. So if he continues getting faster, uh, that's a good sign. But he he looked he left everybody in the dust on his 102-yard pick six. So I, I think he definitely has a, a future in the secondary. So I think Bo Dantic will be good if uh, he just can find a way to get any sort of opportunity in what's a stacked safety room because there's just a – a variety of guys with similar resumes from Montana, you know, small school guys that are, you know, walk-ons or preferred or partial guys and then uh, trying to make their way. So it's a crowded room, but another Montana kid in it, a good thing uh, for the Grizzlies. And then the last one, I thought Bronson Hendrickson, I saw him only on the basketball court as a junior. And then the physical progress he's made since then from a mass standpoint and uh, just everything, I thought that his physical development was startling. He looked like the biggest grown man out there on the field, and uh, I mean he's probably coming in to the Grizz at you know six four six five, two thirty five two forty uh, as a long limb defensive end, former basketball player. So uh, I think his upside is tremendous if he can, can if he can make himself play like he looks and he keeps that uh, accelerated physical development. Trajectory, man, look out. Bronson Hendrickson from the uh, Polson Pirates, who's going to the Montana Grizzlies, he could be a good one. So there you go. We've been teasing that for a while, but uh, these players will be good if uh, Cat Grizz edition coming out of the East West Shrine game. You can find interviews with all those guys we just named on the uh, Nuanas Now podcast, probably presented by Sports Bet Montana, as well as the advocates. This week's edition of River City Runners is coming up. And it's all about, actually, the River City. We've been chronicling runners from Missoula, but also from around Montana uh, for 
basically the last athletic calendar year, but now the biggest running event in Missoula, one of the biggest running events in Montana, is back. We will dive into a River City Runners Missoula Marathon style. Trisha Drobeck of Run Wild Missoula will join us in studio. That's next. Keep it right here. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago. And in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Missoula Sports Center. A variety of Montana's best high school football talent took the gridiron one last time as prep standouts in the Electric City on Saturday night. Hello, I am Coulter Nuanez. At the East-West Shrine game in Great Falls, Hamilton's Tyson Rostad led an offensive onslaught for the West on the way to a 40-21 victory in the 75th edition of the popular charitable fundraiser football showcase. Rostad, who led Hamilton to its first Class A state title in 25 years last fall, rushed for three touchdowns, including two in the first half. He also found feller future Montana Grizzly Ian Finch a Hellgate product for a 12-yard scoring toss right before halftime to give the West a 23-14 lead at the break. Rossett was named Roger Silverdale Shrine Game MVP as well as the offensive MVP of the West. The West clung to just a 16-14 lead before Rossett strike to Finch. Billings West and future Carroll College quarterback Isaiah Clonch hit Bozeman Gallatin's Tyler Nansel for a 70-yard touchdown early and Clonch also threw an 80-yard touchdown to Taco Dollar, his former Billings West teammate who earned Montana Gatorade Player of the Year honors and is heading to Montana State. Dowler earned offensive MVP for the East, while future Grizzly Bo Dantic of Laurel ripped off a 101-yard interception return for a touchdown late to earn defensive MVP honors for the East. On a high force, Suaro, who is heading to Carroll College, was the MVP of the West defense, and the West have now won 34 overall Shrine games. This ESPN Missoula Sports Center is brought to you by Canyon River Golf Club of East Missoula. Once upon a time, when I uh, was a aspiring sports writer, my very first internship was at the Missoulian, and the very first event I got to cover was the first Missoula Marathon. And now here we are, uh, a decade plus later after that. I mean, more than that, actually. I mean, I'm I'm getting old now, so this was a long time ago, and this event remains one of Missoula's best. Welcome back. It's Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. Thanks for hanging out with us here on your Tuesday, and one of the most fun weeks and weekends of the year in the Garden City returns this weekend. We have Trisha Drobeck from Run Wild Missoula in studio. Thanks for being here, Trisha. How you doing? Hi, I'm good. So first and foremost, uh, just tell people maybe, this is so interesting, the way that we were just talking about Missoula and the growth in Missoula, we get all sorts of demographic studies, and they say a good one out of five people in Missoula right now that might be listening to this aren't from Missoula. So this is a, and maybe are new to Missoula too. So a lot of people know exactly about the Missoula Marathon, but just give people a little uh, history because this has become 
not only a great event here in Missoula and in Montana, but I mean, this has become a nationally renowned destination type marathon. And it's been so awesome to see because it was an explosion when it first happened and it's maintained that sort of popularity. So just tell people a little history on this event. Sure. So we have a kind of crazy group of very um, people who want to run and they want to share the beauty of the area. And so when they came together in 2007 to start that original marathon, I don't think they had any idea of what they were creating, but they did. And um, I don't think the Missoulian knew either, because when they sent me out to this assignment, <laughs> I was like 19. I'd only had a couple <laughs> stories ever published in a paper and I'm looking around and I'm like, there's tens of thousands of people here. And I remember the guy who won it, he ran something like 225. I mean, it was like an unbelievable time. He's qualified for Boston. I'm completely over my head. But it, it was uh, such a great debut. But like you said, I mean, it's it's kind of stated exactly right there. It has. And I think the difference is, is that it's marathoners or runners putting on an event. It's not somebody coming in that's like, oh, let's do a race. Let's raise money for charity or whatever it is. It's actually runners who want right. to put on an event, right. know the do's and don'ts, sure. the rights and wrongs, and the best way to put on an event. So I think that's, and it's the little things. And I think that's what's made the difference about Missoula is that we treat each runner so much um, with so much respect, and we want to make that runner experience like top notch. So I think that that really stands out. The the setting is an obvious draw. I mean, Missoula in June and July when this event always is. I mean, it's one of the best places on the planet. But when you say catering to sort of the details that the runners might enjoy, what other things does the Missoula Marathon have that maybe sets it apart? Sure. So obviously, scenery, like you said, is 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 for sure one of the things they look at. We start in Frenchtown, come up over um, Big Flat Road, mm-hmm. which is neither is not flat. Right. Okay. No. No. You're basically <laughs> running Blue Mountain at this point. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, and then you kind of come down into the city, so it's kind of this country to city feel. Um, and we have lots finishes of, right downtown. Finishes right? right on the bridge, which is also extremely unique. And then sure. having an outdoor expo is kind of a big deal. Um, most expos for marathons are in some sort of convention center. So having this like outdoor expo right on the river, you cross the finish line, you're given a big sky brew. People can go ice their legs in the river. Um, those are just some of the little touches, I think, that make a difference. And then we just have awesome volunteers. I think our volunteers are additionally what set us apart. Um, at our aid stations, they're taking care of you. They're cheering for you. Um, and I think just the community is excited that all of these, you know, crazy runners are here to run the streets. Nuan is now ESPN Radio as well as SWX Montana Television. It's our River City Runners we chronicle runners from both here in the Garden City as well as around the state of Montana a couple times a month. It's been such a fun uh, debut year of this segment because of all of the phenomenal distance runners we have in Missoula and around the state as well. Some of the track athletes from uh, Montana State this last year earned All-American honors. Unbelievable. But how much do you think that caters to sort of the appeal here too? Because you know, per capita, I imagine that Missoula, Montana has to be one of the great, you know, distance running places. I mean, people move here to be a part of that culture, right? I mean, it's such a huge part of Missoula. So how much do you think that sort of adds to the feeling of the marathon sure. as well? So we have definitely a big um, elite contingency and we really try to get as many elites that have some sort of Montana connection, whether they grew up here, they went to school here or in Bozeman um, and really bring those runners here. Um, and we have some professionals that come. We've had Olympic trials qualifiers that come and we also have a solid prize purse um, over, I think it's six or $7,000 that 
that we give away wow. over the weekend. Yeah, so it really does attract some some top-notch talent, um, both regionally, locally, um, sometimes even nationally. And this is also a potential qualifier, right? Yep, for the Olympic trials, if somebody comes and runs, uh, for the women, it's sub-237. For the men, I believe it's sub-218. Oh, my gosh. Um, so kind of a, kind of a hard course to, to do that on just because of the heat, time of year, um, maybe a little bit of that tiny little hill, but um, never say never. Um, there's some seriously talented athletes um, that'll be here. They're unbelievable athletes for sure. Trisha Drobeck from Run Wild Missoula in studio, the Missoula Marathon. Gets underway this weekend. Friday night, a bunch of fun uh, activities for you. Tell people a little bit about that. They can start getting their packets, sure. get signed up, all that stuff, and also maybe a little party down in Karis Park. <laughs> yeah, so um, running in this town is also synonymous with beer. We definitely... It's one of my favorite things, that people go, they run their race, and then they drink their beer, right? <laughs> yeah, so we start with a free beer run for everybody that's sponsored by Big Sky Brewing. Um, we do a little... It's a 5K, super fun, casual run walk. Um, friends, family, spectators, everybody's invited to come down, do that, and when you finish, um, you're going to get a sweet commemorative and um, a nice big sky brew inside of that. Um, and our expo is open from 4 to 8 p.m. on Friday, and that is definitely the kickoff event um, where runners can meet each other and hang out and um, check out all the cool vendors that we have down at the expo. And besides the marathon, there's other options as well, right? I mean, there's a half marathon, sure. and uh, there's also a 5K as well, yep. right? Saturday morning, we have a 5K that starts at 8 p.m. There's only about maybe 10 spots left in the 5K. Mm, okay. So if you're thinking 5K, I'd say sign up sooner rather than later. I That's mean, it's this weekend, people. Just get signed <laughs> up. It's only a couple yeah. days away. And then we also do something really cool. Um, at 10 a.m., we do the kids marathon um, where about 500 kids are going to take oh, to the cool. river trail and some run really fast and they're each given a cape and they get a um a medal at the finish line and a bag of goodies it's 10 bucks to register the kids um and that's a super fun event too everybody loves watching those kids just come hauling into karis park you know as fast as they can of all different sizes and ages so it's pretty cool we have gotten a chance to connect with so many people from the running community because it is such a huge part of uh, missoula and montana uh, but one person that we received so much feedback about was Tody Banovich. And uh, when the news first came that he had passed, and we had so many texts and emails saying, you guys got to at least mention this guy on the radio. So tell people about his role in creating this uh, Missoula Marathon, because it's only been a couple of years since he's passed away, but I know that uh, he'll be certainly remembered this weekend. Yeah, so um, the race committee, we wanted to honor Tony in a special way. Um, and so we thought about it, and we thought re renaming or naming the 5K after him was going to be the best way to kind of honor his spirit. Tony was very welcoming of all runners, of all abilities, he was very passionate about um, becoming a lifelong runner and starting that in high school. And so we have since renamed our 5K to the Tony Banovich Missoula 5K in his honor. Well, it's a great honor for, uh, by and large, all the feedback says what a great man. I never got a chance to beat him myself, but uh, he will certainly be on the minds of a lot of these folks from one Run Wild Missoula, a lot of people in this community. The Missoula Marathon this weekend, the uh, the main event, as it is, uh, on Saturday 
So tell people all the ways they can possibly get involved. If they haven't signed up yet or if they want to help you guys out with volunteers, I'm sure you have endless volunteer stations. Tell people how they can uh, get a hold of you and get involved. Sure. So you can go to our website, MissoulaMarathon.org. Um, you can volunteer from there. You can register, like I said, for those last few spots in the 5K. Or you can register your kids for the Kids Marathon. The marathon on Sunday is sold out. The half marathon still have some spots on Sunday. So if you are you know, feeling frisky and want to go 13.1, you can certainly sign up for that. It's so unbelievable to me as a non-distance runner uh, that the marathon would sell out. This is so crazy <laughs> that so many people would want to do this. But um, it is such a fascinating analysis of what humans can do, right? Because you're going to have people of all ages and sizes and, and everything out there running this 26.2 miles, right? Yeah, and I think to to our credit, one of the reasons that we get such a um, wide variety of paces and abilities is because our course is open for seven and a half hours, Right. which thank you to the city of Missoula for letting us do right. that. Um, so we're open from 6 a.m. to 1.30. Um, so, you know, kind of walk or crawl your way to the finish sure. if you can although you do have to run some if 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 you're doing it in seven and a half hours but um that helps us open the door for um all abilities well very cool it should be a phenomenal weekend trisha drobeck from run wild missoula in studio with us here on nuanas now missoulamarathon.org it's very easy if you want to go look up all of the different various things that this event has to offer uh, good luck this weekend. This is going to be fun for you guys. Thank you. Nuana's Now, ESPN Radio, as well as SWX Montana Television. How about some free sandwiches? Tagliari Tuesday. We got a $25 gift card for you to Tagliari Deli right after this. We're also going to give you this week's Treasure State Stars, some of the best performances individually from across the state of Montana. Keep it right here. Nuana's Now, ESPN Radio. Grizz Nation's favorite outfitter is the M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. And now the M Store has a brand new location in downtown Missoula. Come check out the new storefront located on the corner of Higgins and Broadway. The M Store in Missoula has been your Grizz gear headquarters for more than 10 years, offering some of the most original University of Montana gear you'll find anywhere in the Garden City. Next time you're downtown, swing in. Come by the M Store today and wear what the Grizz wear. Or shop online at MontanaMStore.com. ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. What's up, Montana? Welcome back. Nuana's now ESPN Radio. One of my favorites, man. Love Zeppelin. And that's probably my favorite Led Zeppelin song. Hope you're enjoying the classics, uh, the classic tunes today. Thanks to Trisha Drobeck from Run Wild Missoula for swinging by the studio. It is the Northwest Motorsports Studio. NWMSRocks.com. That's where you're going to find the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Visit NWMSRocks.com. It's a Tuesday, so that means it's a Taglieri Tuesday. Taglieri Delicatessen, best sandwiches you're going to find anywhere in Missoula. They're located there on the corner of Higgins and Beckwith, right there uh, in the mall, right by the roundabout. Great place to pick up some old country wine. Great place to get some specialty olive oils. Great place to get a variety of delicious sandwiches, all served on fresh baked bread. Go check out Taglieri Deli here in Missoula. Best sandwiches you're going to find. Don't believe me? Believe the Food Network. Believe People Magazine. And if you want to go try it right now on us, car number four, 406 
888-1029. That's 888-1029. Caller number four. We got a $25 gift card for you to Taglieri Deli here in Missoula. 406-888-1029. Caller number four. We got some tag for you. So give us a call right now. Time now for Treasure State Stars presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, a great place to get a loan because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. The Montana-Wyoming All-Star Series continued over the weekend. And Montana continued to dominate in the series. On Friday, the games were played in Sheridan, Wyoming. And the Montana girls rallied for a 69-59 win. That was their 12th straight in the series. The Montana boys won 103-76. That was their 19th straight win in the series. And then Saturday, they extended it one each. The girls won 68-49. And the uh, boys won, the Montana boys won 94-77. So that means 14 straight for the girls over Wyoming and 37 out of 50 overall. And the boys now 20 in a row, and they lead the all-time series 65-27. to So pretty much pure domination by Montana over Wyoming for the uh, high school basketball all-star doubleheader that's played each year between Sheridan and Lockwood. So a lot of these Treasure State stars are going to be from that game. Peyton Saunders of Billings Skyview, he poured in 28 points in the Montana win for the Montana team. Uh, It was a star-studded team, so there was a lot of balanced scoring, but they also scored a ton of points. So uh, when you're putting that many points up, you know, when you're getting almost 200 total points, 197 to be exact, between two games for the Montana All-Stars, there's a lot of shots to go around, but Peyton Sanders was the leading scorer uh, in the Montana game in Lockwood with 28 points. On the girls' side, the standout was a former Gatorade Player of the Year, Maya Hansen. She is headed to Boise State. She was the youngest player to ever commit to the Montana Lady Grizz. She rescinded that commitment because of a variety of coaching changes at Montana. Then she committed to Butler, but she did not sign with Butler. And now she is signed, sealed, delivered, headed to Boise State. All indications were that she was recruited by Mike Petrino when Shannon Swain was the head coach for the Lady Grizz and then remained committed to Petrino when he was the head coach for the Lady Grizz. And now he's an assistant at Boise State and... Maya Hansen, building central product, headed over there to Boise State. But she was great in this game. Balanced scoring for the girls' side, both sides as well. Uh, but Maya Hansen had 14 points and 12 points, respectively. 26 points overall. Montana's leading scorer against the Wyoming All-Stars. is now ESPN Radio. Treasure State Stars, presented by Parkside Credit Union. Treasure State star number three, Tyson Rostad. He joined us. In the week leading up to the East-West Shrine game, he joined us yesterday in a post-game interview from the East-West Shrine game. He was the MVP of the East-West Shrine game, the Hamilton High School graduate, the future Montana Grizzly, four total touchdowns. He had three rushing and one passing. He threw the, the scoring strike to Ian Finch of Missoula Hellgate right before halftime to give the West a lead it would not relinquish. And I just loved Rasta's demeanor. I thought he, he had exceptional confidence. He looked the part of a leader and a field general, and I think he's got great potential for the Montana Grizzlies. Treasure State star number four. Seen this kid live quite a few times. Billings West was uh, both easily accessible and uh, must-watch must viewing last 
these last two falls, and Taco Dollar was the number one draw. He is lightning in a bottle. He is not big, but dang, he's fast. He is so elusive, and he got loose for an 80-yard touchdown in the game uh, for the East, and he was named the East MVP, and I think he's going to be a really good one at Montana State. Treasure State star number five, Isaiah Clonch. He was a state champion in the Javelin during the spring, and he was also a three-year starter at quarterback for Billings West, and he got the uh, fun memory of throwing that touchdown to Taco Dollar. So the former Billings West Bears hook up one last time. I think Clonch, who's headed to Carroll College, is going to be a problem in the Frontier Conference. I think he's got a ton of potential. I think he's a really, really good player. Uh, I think he's got great arm strength and great confidence, and uh, I think that's a good get. I think that's a good get for Carroll College. And I think Isaiah Clonch from Billings West, he's going to be uh, a guy that has a lot of upside, a lot of potential uh, playing for the Saints in Helena. Treasure State star number six, Bo Dantic. He was the defensive MVP for the East squad. He had a 102-yard interception return, the Laurel product who's head of the Grizzlies. And uh, he opened my eyes. I didn't. I thought he was a guy that was going to have to put on size and strength, not a guy that was going to have to put on – or not a guy that was fast enough to play in the secondary, and he certainly is. I think he is going to play in the secondary at the college level, and I think that uh, he's a guy that – could be a, a sneaky riser in, in his class and, and uh, in the safety room on the back end for Montana. Treasure State star number seven, Kenzie May, competed in the United States Nationals this last week, and she took ninth in her respective event, the Missoula Hellgate product and the Montana Gatorade Cross Country Runner of the Year. She's headed to Syracuse and uh, got her summer off on the right note. I think she actually has been over there uh, pretty early. I think they have their girls report pretty early on there at Syracuse because I remember Sage Brooks joining us for our senior spotlight last year and she was on her way to Syracuse. So we got two Hellgate products there running for the Cuse, but Kenzie May gets a little ninth place finish on the national stage before she heads back east. And then Treasure State star number eight, our final of the week, the Montana State Women's Rodeo Team. When you ask what's the most nationally relevant programs in the Big Sky Conference, Rodeo isn't in the Big Sky Conference. They have their own uh, conference for rodeo, and it's a whole different governing body outside the NCAA, and they compete What then in what culminates in the College National Finals Rodeo, which took place this last week or so. But the MSU women are as good on a national level in rodeo as any team we have here in the state of Montana. They've won national championships several times, uh, even recently, and this year, they took fifth as a team as at the College National Finals Rodeo. So the entire MSU Rodeo team are Treasure State star number eight. So there you go, Treasure State stars presented by Parkside Credit Union. Parkside Credit Union, a great place to get a loan in western Montana because Parkside Credit Union loves to say yes. How about the evolution of podcasts and why they are such an important and exploding part of media? Is there a real parallel between the WWF and the NWO plus the rise of American men's professional soccer or maybe not? What are the biggest challenges for the MLS to legitimize itself on an international level? We will discuss all of those things as part of the business angle. Our one in the books, our two coming at you, Justin Angle, a business angle here on Nuanas Now. Keep it right here, CSPN Radio. If you're ever injured in an accident and you're worried about if a lawyer is going to cost you too much money, the advocates, they will provide help for you 
No out-of-pocket costs until your case is settled. You pass the stress of your accident off to the advocates. That helps you focus on getting better. To find out how the advocates can help you, you can call them free of charge, 406-640-4444 today, or you can visit MontanaAdvocates.com. And remember, you deserve an advocate. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 